Blog Talk Radio. Everybody and welcome to episode 46 of Trundle Bed Tales. Tonight's topic is we're going to talk about Walnut Grove hosting the 40th anniversary event for the Little House in the Prairie TV show from NBC. But before we get to that, I just want to take a little minute here and do some housekeeping. And I wanted to make sure everybody knew that you can call in, either if you have a question or a comment, or if you just want to move around instead of being tethered to the computer while you listen. While we're live, you can call in to 714-242-5253. That's 714-242-5253. Or toll free, one 877 Six three three nine three eight nine. That's toll free one eight seven seven six three three nine three eight nine. You can also get into the chat room while we're doing live episodes, and the chat room is open, and we have one guest in there already. So if you want to make comments or ask questions that way too, you can. And I want to make sure that oh, you also know that you can also download. Trundle Bed Tales for free from the iTunes store under podcasts. And there's a link how to do that on my website too. Now, I wanted to tell everybody uh, the upcoming episodes. I don't have uh, this one actually scheduled yet, but I am going to be doing a half-hour episode talking about the Laura Ingalls Wilder birthday parties that they're doing at Burr Oak now. I got to go to one and uh, be sort of a guinea pig. So, uh, I've got an inside scoop on that. It was really a fun day, and I think you'll enjoy it, but I've got to get a time blocked out for that, and I don't. But watch, that should be coming in the next week or so. And then on November 12th, uh, and it's going to be an afternoon show, it's going to be at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time. I'm going to be talking uh, with uh, Kyle Bagnell, from the Passenger Pigeon Project. So if you've ever heard of the Passenger Pigeon and how they got extinct, and he uh, talks about uh, their history, how they impacted American culture, um, and what happened. So they went from being just this huge, massive amount of birds to being extinct. And uh, this is the 100th anniversary of the last known Passenger Pigeon uh, dying. It was uh, in 1913, so 2013 is the 100th anniversary. And I think it's going to be a really interesting episode, so I hope you'll be back for that. And in the, I think for the time being, that takes care of all of our housekeeping. So I'm going to go ahead and put the dishes away. And uh, bring up our guest for the night, Amy from the Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum in Walnut Grove, Minnesota. Welcome, Amy. Thank you, Sarah. How are you? Oh, it's always great when I get to talk to somebody from one of the Laura home sites. It always makes my day. I've been oh, looking great. forward to this. Good deal. And I've got my hotel reservation made for the event, so... Awesome. I am very much go. looking forward to finding out what you're going to be doing for it. It is going to be a blast. I am very excited. I'm very nervous, but um, very excited all around. Uh, it's going to be quite new for all of us to do so many stars at one time. Uh, we're hoping for huge crowds and uh, some fun entertainment with them and just being able to visit with them and meet a few new ones to Walnut Grove. So that's always good, too. So why don't you start out just sort of introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about you. Well, I'm Amy Ancrum. I'm the director at the Loringles Wilder Museum in Walnut Grove. I've been at the museum now 14 and a half years. 
Um, I'm a Walnut Grove girl, born and raised, went away to college, came back, settled down. Um, great small community. If you've ever been here, you know what I'm talking about. And Minnesota nice through and through, that's for sure. So how did you get to be the director? I started off as the um, office manager. Uh, it was a new position the museum was creating and just kind of uh, stuck with it and and grew in my position, and then they developed the director's position. And uh, I was promoted to that in 2004, I believe it was. Oh, so you're almost up to your 10-year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, next summer. So that'll be kind of fun. And so, yeah. So it's really just a celebration for you, right? <laughs> oh, definitely. Okay. So um, just before we get into the actual details about the event, let's just ask a couple questions about Walnut Grove and clarify a few things for the people who might not have actually gotten a chance to go there in person yet. Okay. So I think most of our listeners will know this, but since we're talking about the TV show anyway, did Walnut Grove blow up? It did not. Not the real Walnut Grove, Minnesota that I am sitting in right this very minute. Uh, we did not blow up. Uh, contrary to belief, and uh, which is a good thing. That's a very good thing. Um, but no, the TV sets from the original TV show, several of those did and were blown up for that final episode. But Walnut Grove is here standing, same as it was you know, 150 years ago. Yeah, that never made any sense to me. All the land transactions they had, like no one would have noticed they didn't have title and all this. But anyway... Uh, so, yeah, yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> if, if people uh, come on a normal summer weekend, not during the event, but just on a normal weekend, what is there, Laura, related to do in Walnut Grove? Well, first you've got the museum. Uh, we have eight buildings to go through. It's a self-guided tour. Um, people take usually at least an hour to go through. Uh, many families can spend all day out there, especially with their hands-on activities. Uh, so you've got the museum to go through. You can do a driving tour on your own. You can drive around town to where the church was located from Laura's time, where the school was located from Laura's time, and where that bell is now from that original congregational church. Um, so you can see those sites. You can drive out to the Ingalls Dugout site, and that's just straight north of the museum, a mile and a half, easy to find. Um, there you can dip your toes in Plum Creek, uh, walk on the little footbridge over Plum Creek and see what the Ingalls were seeing. Um, my favorite part of being at the dugout site is standing at the top of the hill at the dugout and looking towards town and imagining how Laura, you know, looked that every day and walked that way to school. Um, it's it's just it's a beautiful place. It's nice and just quiet, um, much like Laura would have found it. Well, I just think Plum Creek is the nicest one for going wading in. I have waded in other creeks, and it was always unpleasant with sharp rocks. But Walnut Grove, okay. Plum Creek is so nice and level and sandy and just a nice place to go walking. I always say that that's, uh, Plum Creek is where Laura Ingalls Wilder intersects with Douglas Adams because you want to make sure you know where your towel is so you can go wading. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so <laughs> there have been some changes at Walnut Grove in the last few years. Why don't you kind of catch us up on some of those? Well, um, you know, changes uh, that I was thinking about would be like at the museum. Um, every year, Nicole Elzinga, our collections manager, uh, creates a new exhibit. Um, this past year, we had a new uh, household tool display. Um, that possibly may be changing for next year. Uh, details to come as they develop. Um, we've had uh, different, um, excuse me, uh, veterans display. That went over so well with pictures and information and displays from area uh, vets that that has been saved and is still on display now, uh, going on its, oh, probably third or fourth year. Um, and then one of our other newer displays is our hands-on general store, bank, and post office display. 
um, great area kids can play with food and canned food and fruits and vegetables, dress like the local uh, mercantile owner and play around. They can go in the post office and play, the bank and play. Um, really trying to focus on that hands-on activities for kids to do because that's what they want. And, hey, that's what I like to do too. If I, if I can't play with it, touch it, I don't remember it as well. Um, so, yeah, a lot of things like that for the kids. And um, it, it's, it's always fun. And- and some very impressive murals, though my favorite one's the the older one where there's the actual waterfall being part of the creek in the I just love that that's my favorite thing um okay, yep, yeah, we got up to three so, murals now at the museum, and they are all very impressive they really are i I do think you uh it was a good investment. it really kind of brings things to life a little bit well, good so. Walnut Grove as a museum, and I think really as a town, has always showed more interest in the TV show than some of the other Laura museums. Why do you think that is? Well, I think, you know, Walnut Grove didn't have a museum until 1974, hence our 40th anniversary coming up this next year. And part of it was that TV series. Uh, People were coming to Walnut Grove prior to that, uh, but not as strong until those early 1970s. Um, you know, my hometown was on TV once a week. That's cool. Not a lot of kids can say that. Uh, that's pretty neat. So I think Walnut Grove embraced it that, hey, people are coming partly because of this TV show. And then they're going to those books and reading them and finding out the real information and going, wow, these are real places this girl wrote about. And, and we can go and find them. Um, but the, the TV show did really put us on the map. Okay, so um, you have a Laura room at the museum with some TV show artifacts in it. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what's in that room? Okay, Uh, we've got a few smaller items. Um, uh, Thinking back on the shelf up there, there's a little perfume bottle from the TV series, a wooden donkey, um, a basket, a trap, um, a uh, piece from the... uh, um, blacksmith shop on the TV show. Um, our prized possession, um, and Nicole and I kind of talked about this today again, um, is the mantle. We have the actual mantle from the TV show with the CI plus CI, Charles Ingalls plus Caroline Ingalls. Um, that is awesome. It, you know, it's, it's full size. It's huge. We've created an actual fireplace uh, display behind it, so it, it fits in. It looks like the TV show. It's um, that's probably one of our favorite pieces. It is really nice. I think the painting the the fireplace really was a a good um addition to that rather than just having it hang on the wall itself like you used to have it. I always think it's really yep. interesting because you because you see that in the episodes as you watch through the years, you see it getting blacker and blacker from the soot in the fireplace, and you can see that still on the original. So it's it's really a, a nice piece for tying tying you to the series. Yeah, oh, it's perfect and a great photo op. A lot of people are taking their pictures around it all the time, and so yeah, it's it, it's a great piece to have. We're very lucky. So you also have been very open about. Uh, having actors and actresses from the show uh, come and visit the museum. That's been, um, uh, while some of the other museums have done that to some extent, Walnut Grove has had a real steady stream of them. So when did the first actor from the TV show come to visit Walnut Grove? Well, the TV show started in 1974 with the premiere movie. And then um, in the fall of 1975, Karen Grassley came to Walnut Grove, uh, Ma Ingalls. Um, she was sponsored by the uh, TV channel, the NBC um, affiliate, to come to Walnut Grove to promote the new uh, TV show. Yeah, and she's, uh, that was the trip where she was supposed to wear her prairie dress, but it didn't show up with the airline, so she's wearing a very 70s uh, knit outfit with her bonnet. It's, <laughs> it's yes, very made for some great pictures. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> So, but you didn't stop there. Who else has come for visits to Walnut Grove? Well, we've had um, Melissa Anderson. Uh, she was here in the uh, mid-70s, uh, just a few years after Karen. Uh, we've had uh, Catherine McGregor, Allison Arngrum, Dean Butler, K. 
Kevin Hagen, Robin and Rachel Greenbush, Charlotte Stewart, and then Melissa Gilbert uh, stopped by when she was in the Twin Cities doing the Little House on the Prairie musical. So you've had a lot of people um, interaction with the show over the years. How did the idea for a cast reunion for the 40th anniversary come about? Well, we've kind of been talking about it for a few years. Wouldn't it be nice? And um, when we've had Allison, especially in Walnut Grove, she goes, oh, and she's called her friends, other Little House stars, and said, you've got to come to Walnut Grove, and oh, we should come together, and wouldn't it be fun to do something like that? And so we've tossed it around for quite a while, um, and then we're also working with Paul Valenti. Uh, he's kind of our uh, star manager go-between uh, with us, helping us wrangle everyone together. And uh, him, him and Allison were kind of chatting and said, you know, we've got to do this. It's 40 years. Um, unfortunately, we've lost so many of our stars already. We need to just do it. Let's, let's see what we can figure out. Um, and it's been working out so well. We are so pleased to have uh, nine of them coming this year. Uh, it's, it's going to be a great time. So is the cast who's coming fairly set now, or might there be additions? Well, um, it's kind of set. Uh, we're still working with a few of the uh, actors, uh, trying to see if scheduling can work out with them. Um, for sure we have the nine. Those are guaranteed that we have put on our Facebook page and our website. But maybe, perhaps, we'll have a couple more join us. Um, we're still trying. We'll see what happens. Why don't you go ahead and go through the list of who's agreed to come? Okay. We have returning Dean Butler, Rachel and Robin Greenbush, Charlotte Stewart, and Allison Arngram. New to Walnut Grove will be Hersha Parody, Lucy Lee Flippin, and Brenda and Wendy Turnbaugh. So how did you decide who to invite? We just kind of opened it up to um, the major cast and uh, contacted each of them, um, explained kind of what we were looking for and what we were offering. Um, you know, this is a paid event for them. Um, we pay for their, I mean, they have a fee, and then we have uh, all their expenses and things. And uh, it was just who it could work for has signed up and who was available and um, who showed interest that they would like to come to Walnut Grove. So um, what events do you have scheduled for the uh, days of the reunion? Uh, a little bit of everything. Uh, we've got uh, autograph sessions that are going to go on. Uh, we'll have the speaking engagements in the evening with the pageant. Um, working on a few other ideas for the afternoon. Um, schedule isn't completely set yet. We're kind of holding off on that for a little bit. Um, it'd be nice to have it set, but yet so many things can change in this amount of time that uh, we want to keep working on it and fine-tuning it and adding what we can. Okay, now I have uh, some, some more questions, but we do have somebody on the line with a question. So uh, if it's okay with you, let's go ahead and take them, and then we'll go back to the ones we prepared. Okay. Okay. Area code 614, you should be coming on now. Did you have Hello, a question? Hello, everybody. Hello, Sarah. This is Paul Valenti calling in. Hello, Paul. Oh, hi. Hello, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been well, listening so to Amy go through all... What's that? I just said I'm well, so I had, glad you could call in. Well, I had to join the party. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we're I glad to have you. <laughs> I just thought I'd hang out here, and if you guys wanted any me to add anything or, or whatever, be, I'd be right here. So. Okay, sure, we can do that. Okay, well, um, in that case, Amy, let's go back to our questions. So okay. um, you said that you had sort of a variety of things going on. Will there be an admission charge for the events at the museum, or uh, is it mostly going to be making the money from uh, selling things in the gift shop? Majority of the funds will be created you know, through those sales in the gift store. Um, there won't be an additional fee at the museum. It will just be the regular admission of $6 for ages 13 and older, $3 for ages 6 to 12, and then the preschool free like it always has been. Um, there will be autograph sessions in a couple different places within town. Um, so those other locations will be free. 
it's just museum. You just have your regular admission to get into the autograph session that's going on there. Okay. Um, this is just something that comes up sometimes with signings. Are people mm -hmm. going to be allowed to bring stuff in, or are they only going to be signing things that are bought through uh, the museum or what, what you have there? People can bring their own items in. I know a lot of people have autograph albums or they have a specific book that they want all their stars to sign. So that's not going to be a problem at all. I know in the past a few stars um, kind of dislike you know, the little scratch piece of paper that someone digs out of their bag or tears off a piece of you know, tablet paper or something like that. Um, most often they'll still sign them, but they prefer to have a little item of substance or a book or a, uh, photographs will be sold, of course, too, and then the items that the stars have created. Um, Dean has his DVDs and CDs. Uh, Allison has her book. Um, Charlotte has her tote bags. And then there will be some new items that we'll be adding from the other stars, too. Okay. So will all the stars be there all three days of the event? Yes. Okay. Uh, will there be much uh, difference in the three-day schedule? So will there be like different events each day or will the schedule peak? So if somebody is coming, can they plan to just come one day and sort of do everything? Or are you really wanting people to come and stay for the whole time? It would be great if they could come for the whole time, um, especially with our family festival in the city park. There will be more activities there on Saturday than there will be on Friday. Um, some of the events will be kind of the same. There will be autograph sessions both days. Um, timing might be a little bit different. So depending on a person's schedule, um, what time they can arrive, they could catch different people at different times or different locations and things too. So being able to be a little flexible will be key to making sure if you really want to get all those autographs that you can. Well, I've started work on hanging up my uh, one corner of my Laura building has got signed things from the TV people, so I'm hoping that I can really fill that out at the event next summer. That would be perfect. So I'm, yep. So uh, people coming to the event, is there anything that people should plan on bringing with them? Um, plenty of rest and ready for a great weekend. Uh, other than that, you know, there will be so many things available if they're looking for items or souvenirs or those, auto, those pictures to get autographed, things like that. Um, a lot of things will be available, but it, it's, it's going to be a, a full weekend of activities, that's for sure. Anything you can think of, Paul, for that kind of a question? Yeah, I think it's going to be a matter of uh, trying to fit everything in because there's going to be at least 9 or 10 uh, or 11 actors, and it's a matter of uh, you know, getting around to everybody, I think. Plus a yeah. few of them, like Dean and, you know, Dean has his extra stuff, his DVD stuff. Um, both Karen, you know, Karen's hoping to have her book ready by next summer, which will be great. So that's an additional uh, attraction there. So it's, it's going to be a packed schedule, needless to say. Okay. Uh, is there going to be a lot of events that are outside so people will need to bring, you know, like um, – jackets and things for shade, water bottles, that kind of thing? Or is it going to be a lot of things inside? Majority of uh, the things going on with the stars is going to be outside, especially Friday and Saturday. Um, some will be in the park. Some will be on the museum grounds. Um, so, yeah, being prepared to be outside with your sunscreen. Um, you know, bottle of bug spray is always handy in Minnesota for sure. Um, but, yeah, yeah, you want to be ready to be outside quite a bit. Um, and, of course, you could always buy the Walnut Grove bottled water. Um, You've got to have that souvenir, too. <laughs> well, actually, by one of, the sh or one of the shelves in my Laura building is the empty Walnut Grove bottle of water that I brought home after I drank it. So well, I think there you it go. does make a nice little <laughs> souvenir. It does, it does. And it's good water, too. So there you go. <laughs> it's, well, it's I was special, very grateful to have water. it that day. There you so, go. Uh, so do you have any advice on where people should stay if they're planning on coming? Uh, should they go ahead and really be starting to make reservations now, do you think? Or can they wait a bit and get a little bit closer? I would definitely start dance. with your, 
yep, with your lodging right now. Um, like you said, you've already got yours booked. Uh, rumor I has do. it around here that um, the hotel, the two closer hotels in Tracy and Lamberton are full for that weekend already. Um, so now we're talking next closest would be that 30-mile uh, distance to Marshall, Minnesota, Springfield, Sleepy Eye, things like that. Um, so I think the sooner the better people start booking, um, you know, it is best, definitely. And now with pageant tickets going on sale this Friday, November 1st, um, that's really going to kickstart a lot of things, I think. Well, I'm going to be on the phone making a call. <laughs> Yep, I just heard they got the tickets in today, so they're ready to go. How many extra guest rooms do you have at your house, Amy? (laughs) Sorry, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to have time to be home, let alone have anyone over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be sleeping at the museum um, that weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Well... You could probably borrow the covered wagons from the Ingalls Homestead. You could have a whole little row I, of them I probably out there. could. Just grab a quilt from the wagon, and I'll be set right in the office. <laughs> uh, and um, I, I just will give a plug that I do think it is well worth it to get the reserved seats. Um, a lot of the uh, – well, the other Laura pageants, it doesn't really matter as much. In Walnut Grove, I always say get the reserved seats. Um, and on a normal weekend, I say get an extra seat so you have a little bit more room. But I think with the extra prices for the these special days, I think I'm just going to be getting the one. But I'm I think it's well worth the money to get down close and have back support. I'll tell you, after you've sat through a pageant without back support, it really becomes very important that you have that. Oh, <laughs> Especially definitely. Especially get older. <laughs> yeah, and they're limiting our seating this year. Um, we have a thousand reserve seats to sell, and then a thousand general admission. Um, that's what they've. What the pageant has kind of limited us to for those two nights, for that Friday and Saturday night. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how full and um, how fast they fill up. Um, so that's another reason to kind of get out there and get your tickets and get your lodging and things, because um, they could go fast. We just don't know with this not having to have had all these stars at once, we just don't know what's going to happen. I'm kind of imagining that I went to one of the last Statler Brothers concerts, and when you went to it, and they they performed really spread out on the stage, and when they ever they got together close enough so that people could take a picture, it was just this firestorm of flashes, and I'm kind of imagining (laughs) something similar since there's all these stars grouped in one place, it's just going to be sort of a firestorm. So, I, 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 if you've got it, it uh, and you wouldn't have needed it to get that early, you're still set. So I, I think people do want to get going early. Yeah. So. Yep. I mean, uh, lodging is one of the worst things to find around here because we are in you know a rural area. So that's I always recommend you know hit that first or as soon as you get your tickets hit for that lodging. Um, so you don't have to be so far away. So if they wanted a list of, of places nearby, um, is there some place you can recommend they look? Yep, best way is just to go right to our website, walnutgrove.org, and there's a whole lodging section on there, and it tells you, um, it gives their their name, information, contact information, and exactly how far they are from Walnut Grove. So it gives you that little bit of heads up without having to dig out the old atlas to kind of figure it out too. So since this is sort of a different kind of event, and Walnut Grove um, is kind of a smaller town, do you, do you know the approximate population off your head? I didn't ask you that before, but just to give people Walnut who haven't Grove been there is, an idea. Yep, we're actually back up a little bit, so I think we're right around 850. Okay, so it's a smaller place, and oh, yes. with all these extra people coming in, what uh, what plans have you made for food? So, like, are people going to be able to buy food on the museum grounds? Is the pageant uh, supper is going to be going uh, maybe a little longer than normal? Or are, they, are people going to need to hit the local restaurants? What's sort of the setup there? Well, of course, we always have our local food. We have the Walnut Grove Bar and Grill and Nellie's Cafe. And then we have Hoyt Oil and Convenience, too, with 
subs and tacos and pizzas and things like that that you can always grab. Um, but especially that weekend, um, we're going to have uh, food vendors in the park also on Friday and Saturday like we usually do. And then um, the pageant suppers will be starting probably a little earlier, um, may even end a little earlier just because the show itself is going to be starting at 7 o'clock versus that normal 9 o'clock deal. Um, but there will be definitely extra food vendors, um, more food service type things going on throughout the town. Um, as of right now, the museum does not plan to have any uh, food vendors or things right at the museum. I think we're kind of keeping them more at the park and then that special uh, supper, pageant suppers that we usually have at the community center, which is just a block from the museum too. Okay, Amy, if you... Um I know you're going to be working out more details as time goes on. Is there a place people should keep an eye on if they want to be kept up to date on the plan? Yep. Uh, best ways is either our uh, website, thewalnutgrove.org. We have the reunion page right on the front page on our home page. Um, it links you in and tells you who's coming and, and kind of that information. Um, otherwise, also our Facebook page um, and Twitter uh, we try to keep those up to date as best we can with who's coming, same type of thing. Um, and once we get that schedule pounded out, too, it'll be put on both those places as well. So, um, Paul, yes. you've been working on, on this uh, event, too. What is uh, the thing that you're most excited about? I think it's or a matter of... I love to see the chemistry between some of the cast members because these reunions are, you know, exciting for them too because um, some of them haven't seen each other in years. When we did the put together the, I guess it was kind of a reunion also in Keystone, South Dakota, um, some of the actors and actresses hadn't seen each other since they had left the show. So not only are the fans seeing their favorite stars for the first time, but some of the some of the cast members have not seen each other for, for you know, 20, 30 years, and it's it's exciting for them as well. So um, you work with a lot of the actors and actresses on a regular basis. How did that happen? <laughs> that's kind of a long story. I get, I get that question a lot because um, I was that's my regular job is is has nothing to do with show business and people wonder how the <laughs> heck I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm tied into that. But when I was a kid I grew up in, in uh California and uh ended up going to summer camp and at the same summer camp I was at was um um Robin and Rachel Greenbush. So I got to know them and we kinda stayed in touch over the years and um I guess about eight years ago now we were talking and uh just talking about the show and, and the fact that there's such a huge fan base out there. And I just got to start asking them. I said, you know, have you done any kind of appearances lately and gone out and meeting the fans at all? Because I know there's, there's a lot of people that like to meet you. And they said, no, we really haven't been able to organize anything. It's kind of hard to put together. Um, there's a lot of logistics involved and phone calls to make and things like that. So at that point I said, well, you know, I'm kind of outside of the – showbiz circle, I said, you know, how about if I just step in and, and kind of be the go-between because that way people aren't just, you know, talking to you because they want to talk to a celebrity, but they're, you know, I can talk to them and actually get down with the business of putting together these kind of appearances. So they said, hey, that'd be great. So I actually called Amy and I, I think I sent, I sent her email the first first thing I did was send her email and said, hey, um, I've got a a young lady here that I've known for quite a few years that would like to come visit uh, Walnut Grove and and uh, see if you'd be interested in that. And Amy said, sure, who is it? And I said, uh, Rachel Greenbush. So it kind of started from there. They they showed up there. We had a, a great time. And then um, I, the other areas, the other places, the other venues that uh, also had similar Lower Ingalls Wilder days had heard about um doing this, and they also kind of had that in the back of their mind. And so um, I started getting calls from different people wanting to do the same thing at their venue. So it's it, it kind of um, blossomed from that, from the two Greenbush twins to um, I think the next big event we did was Keystone. That was nine nine of the cast members. And uh, it's just 
it's just kind of gone from there. People are hearing about it, and there's a couple of venues that do it on a regular basis now. Um, so, uh, so you had mentioned the Keystone reunion. Is this right. going? Is this one at Walnut Grove going to have more people than that, or is this going to be the biggest one yet, or was Keystone bigger? We had nine at, at Keystone. I think we're going to be bigger at uh, at Walnut Grove when it's all said and done. Well, Which that's what we I want to hear. <laughs> I should interject. I should interject this that um, I just got off the phone about three hours ago with Pam Roy Lance, and uh, she's making sure that she does everything possible to be there next summer. So that would be our tenth cast member uh, once we get her um, confirmed, which she assures me she can do or get arranged this week sometime. Great. So that's, well, that's breaking. I, I, that's breaking news. That's breaking news. Only, oh, only well. you guys have heard that. <laughs> yeah, I just heard it myself. Now this is news. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just a little. Well, that's present, great. Little tidbit that's, for you there. Yeah. I'm so pleased. I think that uh, it, it really will be a nice time, and I think they will enjoy it too, both the cast and the fans. So. I, I'm so glad to hear it's it's going to be the bigger the, the big event because we're just showing how how Little House is still gaining attention and and gaining readers and watchers. Oh, so, definitely, it's a good family show. People still love to watch. So uh, why don't we do? Um, I want to ask you about the five site meeting, Amy. But before we get to that, okay. let, can we just? Um, uh, for people who who haven't done um, a reunion or gone to a what uh, 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 time when they could get to see the actors, I think there might be some little inside things that people might want to know about. For example, did one of you want to explain about the Beetle bags? Sure, um, Charlotte Stewart, uh, Miss Beetle, has makes her own tote bags. Uh, cute tote bag made out of uh, different scraps of fabric, kind of like a quilt, uh, different pieces put together. Um, nice big tote bag, uh, perfect size. It's got a pocket on the inside. And then, um, like at the museum right now, we have some that are autographed already. Um, and then when she's here next summer, we'll have some that are not autographed. People can purchase those and then have her personalize those for themselves. And, Amy, is the museum still doing the uh, signed Allison books, if people want to get one that way beforehand? Yes, we are. Um, they can still order them through the museum website or call in, and then uh, we ship them right to Allison, and she personalizes them for us. Then we also have just regular autographed ones. But if they want it, you know, to Bob or something like that, yep, we get those right to Allison, and, and she gets those autographed and then sent out to the customer. Okay. Well, those are sort of the inside things I know. Is there anything else that that people might uh, uh, want to know about that's given a little feeling of uh, knowing some inside thing? Um, Paul, is there something else like that for any of the other actors or actresses? Well, Alice is hoping to have her second book um, drop by the reunion next summer. So we'll have. That would be awesome. uh, We'll have new releases from Karen Grassley and Allison the same summer, hopefully. So hopefully there'll be a new Allison book and a Karen Grassley book ready to go for next year. So that that'll be right. that will be exciting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're both they're both feverishly working away on it. So that's their goal. Okay. All right. Um, well, Paul, working with, with people, what would you say is the number one question you get asked about the show or about any of the actors? Myself, personally? Yep. Um, we get a lot of questions about, you know, like if we have, you know, when Allison's there making an appearance, everyone wants to know about everybody else, too. You know, who's still alive, who's doing what, you know, who's who's been in what, you know. They want to know sometimes... Um, stuff that they probably don't really need to know, like, you know, who are they married <laughs> to these days and things like that. So um, the fans are very interested in some of the, the background stuff. And, you know, it's kind of interesting, too, because I, I still see on the Internet at times rumors that so-and-so has passed away, and, and I, I kind of get a chuckle out of people who say, oh, you know, 
and we like so and so so much, and we really miss her. And I can't help but interject sometimes. Um, excuse me, she's still alive. So that's, that's, <laughs> I, I think the rumor, like Catherine McGregor, the rumor of Catherine McGregor having passed away years ago is is still is still swirling around there in the internet, and it's kind of interesting to correct. Wasn't it just last week that you fixed that one? <laughs> yeah, week uh, last week, a week before last, yes. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> And Richard Bull also, I think, was they were, they were talking about how how much they missed him, and and uh, they were so sad that he was gone. So like, no, he's still there. Yep. <laughs> well, gone into retirement home. I guess that's sort of gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, Paul, hold on just a minute because I did want to ask Amy. Uh, you just uh, came back from a five-site meeting, and some of our visitors might not know what that is. Would Would you explain? Sure. Um, the Northern Laura Museums um, in Central uh, United States works together on a few different projects, and we get together twice a year, um, a centralized location usually once a year, and then in the fall we get together at one of the Laura sites. And this year we were in Dismit, South Dakota, uh, we went to the Memorial Society and, and toured all that and uh, town and everything like that. Um, the five-site group, five site group kind of consists of the Pepin, Wisconsin Museum, Spring Valley, Minnesota, Baroque, Iowa, Walnut Grove, and the Smith. So um, do you ha- did you pick up any big Laura news at the meeting? Uh, nothing too crazy this fall. Um, it's just always nice to get together. We chit-chat about our experiences at the museum, um, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly kind of a thing um, that only, you know, those working, um, you know, in this industry can communicate and, and understand. Um, we've done a few group projects together in the past. Um, many of you have probably seen the, we call it the Travel Afghan or Laura's Travels Afghan. Um, that was a group project that we did several years ago. Um, one site kind of helped design it. We all worked together and, you know, approved it and okayed it and everything. And, and now I believe all the sites uh, do carry those um, and sell those. And that's a neat project that one place would be awful hard to kind of keep that going and, and to do all that. And But with all of them working together, it was perfect. Um, we've done those. We've done um, some scrapbooking uh, sticker deals. Um, everyone's into scrapbooking now and uh, stamping and things like that. So a few various little projects over the years that have really worked out well for us. Okay. And um, I did want you to specifically about about the museum. The Christmas things are out in the stores. It isn't even Halloween yet, but if you're going to be I mail know. ordering, <laughs> it's getting to the time where it isn't too soon to be doing Christmas shopping, and for the Laura fan in your life, it's always good to uh, come to or buy from the museum. So, are you going to be open for Christmas shoppers? We are. Yes, uh, the museum buildings now will be closing on Thursday. Uh, so, goodbye to the museum. Nicole's ready to be tearing them apart and creating some new displays for next year. And then, uh, but the gift store is still open. Um, Monday through Saturday until Christmas, and then Monday through Friday afterwards. And we're still strongly doing mail orders, so we're always ready to go for those. And um, our big one this year is our new uh, book about Walnut Grove, our Loringles Wilder's Walnut Grove. Uh, we got those in finally in August, um, written by William Anderson. Uh, we're very pleased with those. It's a full-color book. Um, very excited about those, and they've been selling quite well. Um, we have lots of copies on hand, and... Um, that'll make a great Christmas present for people because even if you've had the old one, this is nothing like the old Walnut Grove story that we used to have. Uh, it's completely redone. Um, so yeah, it really is completely redone, and I think any Laura fan is going to want a copy. So uh, I just wanted to make sure we got in there yet, but so we've got some time left. So why don't we just uh, ask? Uh, Amy, what's your favorite episode from the TV show? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's hard to say. I I grew up watching the TV show. Like I said, I you know grew up watching my town on Walnut Grove, even though we didn't quite look like that in real life. Uh, not our town, anyway. Um, but I, I really guess I don't have a special certain episode. 
I, I just enjoyed them all, especially with the animals. I love the horse one, I guess. Anything with Bunny, Laura's horse. I always wanted a horse and never got one. So any of those are always great. Okay. How about you, Paul? Did you have a favorite episode? Boy, there's a lot of them. I really, I, I probably saw them several times. I really like the one that, um, of course, you know, Allison's favorite one also is the one where she goes down the hill in the <laughs> wheelchair, and that's that seems to be the favorite one worldwide. Um, I also like the one where um, where Ma was stuck at home by herself and was scratched by the nail and got uh, got infected, and she basically was near death and, you know, struggling to survive on the prairie. I thought that was an interesting one. And, uh, of course, um, Hersha Parody's very dramatic death in the uh, in the fire. In the, uh, oh, yeah. When the orphanage burned down, that was very dramatic and uh, almost too School difficult. School for the blind. I, I, I still, I, yeah, exactly, School for the blind. <laughs> I, still have, I still have a hard time watching that one because that was, it was just very, very traumatic, and uh, but uh, yeah, so many, so many of the shows I, had so I, many good ingredients to them. Amy, you just made me think that you and um, you and Vinton ought to have a special club that you could be say the TV show blew us up or burned us down. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there, there was always some tragedy brewing. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> so um was uh, I guess that we're we still have a little time left. Did, was there anything else Amy that you wanted to make sure people knew about? Um I guess you know we're still such in the planning stages of so many things. Um our big thing was you know to get our cast set and and from there, we're just working on all the little, the fine details and uh, getting everything lined up for them. And, um, yeah, we, you know, we're, we're, we're working on, you know, we've seen what other reunions have done. I mean, Walton's have done reunions. Little House has done, you know, smaller reunions. Kind of basing a little, some of the information and some of the activities kind of off those and, and coming up with our own ideas, of course, too. So it, it's going to be fun. Um, our committee has been working um, twice a month already. We're pounding away, getting ideas, um, working on fundraising and, and sponsorship and things for the event. Um, it's it's, it's going to be a little bit expensive event, especially for our small community, but it's something we really wanted to do, and we said, hey, here's our chance on 40th anniversary. Now is the time to do it, so let's just jump in and go. Oh, and I guess I should should ask, since it is the 40th anniversary of the museum as well, is it mostly just going to be the cast reunion, or are you going to have a special display or anything going on throughout the rest of the year? Yes. Um, you know, there'll be special extra displays um, with the t- about the TV series and actors and actresses that have been and have not been to Walnut Grove, but also Nicole's planning a display on uh, the history of the museum, uh, where we've came from, from our little start in the you know back of the gas station area uh, to our eight building complex and all our changes over the 40 years um, so yeah it will be celebrating the museum as well um, you know without the board that we've had and currently have uh, none of us would be there um, visitors or staff so yeah we've got a lot to be thankful for um, with our different board members and and volunteers over the years as well. So we'll be celebrating that. We'll be celebrating, um, and like you said, hey, I can celebrate my, you know, 10 years as director, uh, 15 years at the museum. and um, So, yeah, everybody's going to be having fun. Are you, of course, I want uh, to mention... No, go ahead, I want to mention how you've, you've doubled the size of your store in the last couple of years. That was quite dramatic. Yeah. As far as yeah, being able to offer you know, more and... More space yeah, and more items. A, yep, finished a two-year um, reconstruction and, and remodeling project at the museum. So we're always reinvesting in our buildings and displays and different things. Uh, you know, and big display too new is um, our uh, illustrations, our Garth William illustrations that we've acquired over the last two years. Uh, Nicole just acquired a few more recently, so we're excited. We'll have some even more new displays with those again next year. Well, those are really nice to see. And, yes, it is amazing how far you come. I remember 
when the building that is the gift shop now was uh, a pole building that was part of the museum <laughs> and had half walls and pig paneling, the nice pig paneling you can't get anymore <laughs> up along the top. And um, <laughs> it, it, it's, to, um, it's to see going from that to what it looks like today is is just amazing. You really can't believe it's the same space. And I realize it's bigger because you have to put the addition on, but really right. it's never realized it was the same core of the building. Yeah, it, it's um, fun to dig out those pictures, and that'll be part of what Nicole's display will be as well, um, pictures from the past and things, and it, it's amazing to see them. It's, it's just kind of funny to imagine where we're at now and what was, and we've come a long way. Oh, and since you mentioned old pictures, are you going to put out a call? Because I imagine there's pictures of the museum through the years and people's uh, photo albums throughout the country. Are you interested in getting some of those for maybe use in the display? Oh, definitely. Um, actually, again, Nicole and I were talking about that today. Um, pictures of um, anything from Walnut Grove, dugout site, museum. Um, we were talking, too, about um, a big point in Walnut Grove history was when Garth Williams came um, in the mid-1980s to visit Walnut Grove. Um, you know, we've got a few pictures, but staff is so busy at those events, you know, we don't always get the good pictures. It's the visitors that do. So actually, I was talking about putting it in this newsletter that will be coming out now, um, early part of November, um, a call out for any pictures of Walnut Grove or visits to Walnut Grove or even remembrances of Walnut Grove that people have. Um, we'd love to, you know, have those emailed in, um, sent in, you know, that'd be great. Well, it, it really is true that a lot of times museums, pretty ironically, are bad at tracking their own history. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you're going to be including that in the display. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, so, Paul, was there anything you wanted to add about uh, what's going to be or about the reunion or what's coming up or the TV show in general? I think that. Um the one thing I'd probably like to mention is that we just want to make sure that everybody has a good time and that everybody is patient because there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. There's going to be a lot of cast members to see, and it gets hot sometimes, and people get a little <laughs> bit people get a little irritable. And, and there's been a few situations in the past, and Amy knows what I'm talking about, where people get a little touchy. Paul gets and, crabby uh, and tired, and <laughs> we have to deal with Paul. And yeah. no, he does great. He's our he's our bodyguard, <laughs> our go-to man. And but it does. It get, I mean, we all know Minnesota in middle of July it, it, or end of July this year even. Um, it, it, it's going to get hot, and um, with so many people and so many activities going on, uh, patience will be uh, high on the list of requests. Definitely, definitely, because we want to make sure everybody has time to interact with the people that, because, you know, some of these fans are coming from, you know, outside the United States either, even, and so we want to make sure that they have, you know, they're satisfied with their time there, they, you know, spent this money and time to travel to Walnut Grove and out in the middle of the, the, the fields there, and we'll make sure that they have, everybody has equal time and, and doesn't feel like they're being rushed or people are pushing them and shoving them, and, you know, it's just we want to make sure everybody has a good time while they're out there. Definitely. Sarah, there's one thing I wanted to mention, if we've got a minute, um, about the pageant. Um, mm -hmm. Do we have a couple minutes? Oh, we do. Go ahead. Okay. Um, that Friday and Saturday night, the 25th and 26th, um, what we're doing uh, for the stars to kind of do a presentation all together, um, they'll be on stage at the pageant. So we're opening the gates at 6 o'clock. And then at 7 o'clock, the stars will be up on stage uh, to talk about their careers, uh, current and past, um, their life together on Little House, uh, remembrances. Um, there will be a Q&A from the crowd with the stars. Um, so that will be going on from 7 to about 8.30. And then after that, the pageant will follow at 9. Um, so it's going to be a little bit longer evening out there, um, but it's going to be so much fun getting to see them all together like that. Um, and visiting amongst themselves because you know there's going to be all kinds of stories coming out that um, one is forgotten but another will never forget and um, so yeah those tickets like that but like I mentioned before we're going to go on sale on Friday this Friday um, and we have an early bird special going on if you purchase your tickets um, prior to February 7th Laura's birthday of course um, you save a couple dollars 
Um, reserved seating is $28, and general admission is 26 for those two nights. Um, so that's part of that, too. You want to get your tickets and get your good seats. And uh, like you, Sarah, have been there before. You know where you want to sit, and hopefully you can get that area. Well, uh, that is a good uh, warning, and I always like to tell people if they're coming to the pageant just in in general that you make sure uh, you get checked into the place you're going to stay uh, before you go out to the pageant ground so you know where it is. And you absolutely have to have hotel reservations because the last thing you want is to drive out of there at 11.30 at night in the middle <laughs> of, of the Minnesota prairie in the darkness and be trying to figure out what you're going to do now. That is not a situation you want to put yourself in. So make sure Definitely you're checked not. in and everything's <laughs> all ready to go. Um, my mom always had a rule when we were growing up. She said if we were going south, we wouldn't have to make a hotel reservation because we'd find something if we were going south or east. <laughs> but if we were going northwest, you had to have that reservation, and I have found it to be a very good rule in life. To, <laughs> very um, good. Sure, make sure you got the reservation and know where, where you're going. Uh, and like I will you said, just, knowing where you're going, is you okay. have to do that because you're going in the dark, and you really want to know where you're at. And things do look a lot different in the dark. They they just do. Uh, and as people are used to living in an urban environment where there's, you know, street <laughs> lights everywhere and everything, that is not rural Minnesota. It's rural <laughs> Minnesota, two-lane roads, bushes and trees and grass and cornfields on the side of the road, not uh, houses and street lights. So... It's uh, important to know where you are. And I would actually make sure you have paper maps as well as the GPS <laughs> so you kind of really have a firm handle on where you are in relation to other things. Because that's I, the GPS, I don't find, really gives you that. I mean, yeah, it'll tell you turn right, turn left, but it doesn't necessarily say, okay, you're in Walnut Grove and where you're trying to get is Springfield. So you're going to have to go up here and, you know, it's just a good yep. idea to have some. Very good. Very good suggestion. Yeah, thank you. And I will just expand on that a little bit again for urban people. It, Walnut Grove is kind of a small town. If you're not used to small town, there's going to be a little bit of culture shock. But as Paul said, <laughs> just be prepared to go with it. And remember... Uh, we're trying to act like Laura would be proud of us. That's a good reminder to keep in mind. Um, yep. This is probably and relax. one in a lifetime. It's probably one in a lifetime opportunity. So make sure you make the most of it and don't waste it um, upsetting other people. <laughs> yep. And like the pageant says, you know, sit back and relax and enjoy a simpler time of life and. Um, you know, that's what we're all about, too. Uh, you know, the Minnesota Nice is going strong still in Walnut Grove, and, and we want to share that with, you know, with everyone if we can. Um, and that's our goal. Well, I, I personally love it, but I do know some urban people are a little bit shocked. I once had somebody <laughs> tell me how small Mansfield was, which um, it's, it's really a pretty decent-sized town. But they were comparing it to London, and um, yeah, it's going to be smaller than London. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> and, and so um, Walnut Grove is uh, going to be the only reunion so far to mark the anniversary in the United States, but there is going to be one in France, right, Paul? Or do there's you actually know about one in, yeah, there's one, yeah, There's one in France that's been organized. We have four of the cast members showing up there. There's also going to be four cast members showing up in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin at Heritage Hills, which is taking place, I think, earlier in July as well. So that, that's that's another small group, but uh, Walnut Grove is going to be twice as big and twice as involved and uh, twice as uh, fantastic. Fun. So. Well, good, and I hope everybody who's listening tonight will take advantage of this opportunity to plan on coming to Walnut Grove next year. So thank you very much, Amy, and I, I, we couldn't have had a nicer surprise guest in Paul. Thank you, too. Yes, Thanks thank for you for me. inviting me, Sarah. Well, I'm glad that you came on, and I hope everybody out there enjoyed it, too. And I'm going to go ahead and put you two back in the green room. 
thank you for joining us today, and I hope everybody else will join us next time for Trundle Bed Tales. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.